This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Travis Ryer of the BamaOnline.com staff with you following the media viewing periods at Monday's football practice at the University of Alabama, the first full week of fall camp 2021. Underway for Nick Saban's Crimson Tide and Charlie Potter, who does an outstanding job as our primary beat reporter at BOL and myself out there for those periods on a very challenging, challenging afternoon from a weather perspective. This isn't last Friday. Last Friday kind of felt like October 10th or something. Felt great. Felt great for the first day of fall camp and early August for sure. No. Looks like Nick Saban ordered up the fall camp weather on this Monday. It is very much, very much a hot, humid day in West Central Alabama. And the Crimson Tide out there in shoulder pads and helmets working through that sort of acclimation period that you see and hear about on an annual basis. And as always, as Charlie, and of course, Charlie probably already has his practice report up for you there at BamaOnline.com, but as we typically do, we like to make note of who's at practice, maybe who isn't, and I know Charlie posted this on the roundtable, our premium message board there at BOL, immediately after the media, media viewing periods, but we did see Jalil Billingsley, the junior tight end out there with the tight end, so any questions about Jalil's status, his availability, he was out there with Cameron Latou and the rest of those tight ends, so answered that question very early on in practice. And for me, it was a day to get a good, good look at the outside linebacker position. South Sun Siri had his guys right there in front of us. So was able to get some video. You're gonna be able to find that coming up on BamaOnline.com here in the next little bit. Will Anderson, Christopher Allen, Drew Sanders, King Wakuda. Then you start adding some second year players like Q Robinson, Chris Braswell, who looks like he's really starting to make some strides physically, seeing it more with him, maybe in his upper body. And then you've got some newcomers like Keanu Coote, also, of course, a five-star and Dallas Turner, who Dallas Turner got loved up while we were out there anyway. It's not often that Sal Sunseri loves a lot of guys up, but he was pretty flowing, I would say, with his praise of Dallas Turner. Dallas Turner, similar to Will Anderson in terms of size and physical attributes as a first-year player. Not saying that Dallas Turner is going to have a freshman season anything like Will Anderson's a year ago, but the size, the heavy-handedness already when he hits pads and works through his pass rush technique and already looks like he's pretty comfortable in doing some of the different things from a pass rush perspective that he's going to be asked to do at this level and something that Sal Sanceri was really working on with those guys and we were able to get a good, good look at it. But similar to what we talked about with inside linebackers last week, just a phenomenal group in terms of elite talent that Alabama has once again accumulated right there on the edge. Same thing for the defensive line. And whereas we continue to not see LeBron Ray and Braylon Ingram, and of course we heard from Nick Saban on Sunday and he told us 
filled us in on the status of LeBron Ray following, unfortunately, his latest injury. Still a very talented, deep, experienced group up front as well. We saw guys like DJ Dale and uh, Byron Young and Justin Aboigbe and uh, Fedarian Mathis and Tim Smith. Kind of a five right now, if you were going to ask me, who is Alabama going to roll out there against Miami? Maybe their first five guys. Those would be at the top of the list. There's still some room for a rotational guy or two, so that's where Burroughs and you know some of these other second-year guys and some of these freshmen continue to look pretty good. Tim Keenan, I talked about him on Friday, maybe further along than I anticipated with him getting his career underway, but Anquin Barnes getting coached up pretty good by Freddie Roach out there. Monkel Goodwine, another freshman defensive lineman, much the same. And speaking of Freddie, you know, as a player at Alabama, you wondered because he wasn't very outspoken at all. He wasn't a very emotional or expressive type player. You think, wow, how's this guy going to relate to massive human beings who it's his charge to motivate on a consistent basis? Well, Freddie's got plenty of juice and Freddie coaches through every rep. I think he's just been an outstanding addition, not only on the field, but you're seeing in this recruiting cycle, Freddie Roach doing some really nice work on the recruiting trail as well. So that kind of covers the defensive side of the ball. I saw a little bit of what looked like a nickel secondary while we were out there. I'm sure Charlie has this in his notebook as well, his practice report. But what you would expect at the corners, Josh Job, Jalen Armour Davis, uh, then at safety, DeMarco Ellums, Jordan Battle, and then at your sub-package roles, you saw Malachi Moore um, and Brian Branch. So more of a dime look at based on what we saw anyway and didn't get to see much in the way of depth. So if you're wondering about Kool-Aid, you're wondering about some of these newcomers, uh, we didn't catch much of a glimpse of that. So really starting to show signs though of getting ready. It's, it's going to be here before you know it, this first scrimmage coming up on Saturday at Bryant-Denny Stadium. So a lot of install going on right now, a lot of stuff being thrown at young players. And then Saturday's kind of that initial exam where you find out what sticks and who's able to take all the install and utilize it effectively actually on the field. So it's an important time as this team ramps up towards scrimmage number one. Yes, we did see some quarterbacks and some wide receivers today. I promised you I would take a closer look at the wide receivers. It's an interesting mix. Maybe more overall size at the wide receiver position than I can remember in a few years, at least under Nick Saban, but you have some length and guys like Ajay Hall, Ja'Cory Brooks, um, but then you have some still sort of pocket rockets, I guess you could say, Christian Leary, JoJo Earl, those type of receivers, and of course, John Mechie, comfortably right in sort of the middle of all that as your number one option, Slade Bolton. He freshly at the Bojangles NIL partnership. You see that today? That's not a bad one to have when you're about 20 years old. All the Bojangles chicken sandwiches you can eat at 20? Yeah. I'd have been good with that. But Bolden, an experienced guy. Javon Baker right there in that mix. Treshawn Holden, sort of a combination of size uh, at the position as well. Didn't see Xavier Williams again out there. That doesn't come as a surprise. So the quarterback's working with Bill O'Brien this afternoon. A lot of emphasis on pocket navigation while I was watching anyway. Emphasizing, you know, feeling pass rush, but not letting it dictate where your eyes go working on stepping up into the pocket, still being accurate in doing so. 
Oh, Bryce continues to look good. I thought Jalen Milrow on a couple of throws just against air, and it's just air. But the question you have with Jalen Milrow in terms of his big picture future as a potential starting quarterback at Alabama is can he develop as a passer enough to have access to the full playbook? Well, I thought we saw some good things from Jalen Milrow throwing the football today at a nice deep ball as we were leaving to Christian Leary. So that was a positive. And Paul Tyson continues to impress me as far as his development, kind of seeing where he was as a true freshman, as far as efficiency with his mechanics, getting the ball out quicker, deciphering things quicker, and you know, getting the ball out in a way in which he can have a chance there at quarterback. So along with Braxton Barker, those are your top four guys at the quarterback position right now. And again, those wide receivers, unproven to a large extent, but with the variety they have and all of these guys being talented. And if you're wondering about Jamison Williams, if you looked up a picture of fast, maybe, and uh, an encyclopedia, I don't know. It, it, well, I guess it would be if you're looking for a definition, right? You'd be looking at a dictionary and there's not many pictures in those. That's probably why I didn't spend enough time in dictionaries when I was younger. But Jamison Williams looks fast. That's the best way I know to describe it. So there's sort of an all-around look. Did catch a little bit of the inside linebackers as well. Henry Toa Toa, Christian Harris, um, you know, that group, Moody, uh, Shane Lee impresses me for what this guy's been through. You know, he's never going to have a body type, a CJ Mosley. That's not who he is. Uh, but as far as the strides he's made physically and to get himself in a position where he can compete with the likes of what he's dealing with right now in that room, props to, to Shane Lee. He's put himself in a position at least where, you know, he can be a factor in in that mix. What do you got for me? You got anything for me on this Monday afternoon? Yes, I'm in the car. Yes, I've got the climate controlled very nicely. I'm telling you, it's a warm one out here. We're out here in the parking lot. I'm actually under, right now I'm under the new viaduct, I guess it's called. They're at, uh, is it second? I guess this is second street. Yeah, goes over the, uh, goes over the uh, railroad tracks right here. So I'm kind of chilling. If you saw the first cut of incident analysis today, the phone got so hot, it basically shut down. Johnny, it's really hard. You know, it's, it's, not, it's, it's not hard, but it's not fair, I think, to just look at Jalen Milrow and say, yeah, that's Jalen uh, that's, that's Hurts all over again. It's very easy to do it because the skill sets coming out of high school are very similar, uh, both very impressive in terms of uh, physical attributes, things like that. And I, I do think, though, uh, kind of like Jalen Hurts, it's going to come down to, you know, what is Jalen Milrose ceiling as a passer? And he doesn't have to be a pocket guy. This offense can operate without a pure pocket guy. Bryce Young's going to be kind of that guy this year. He's not going to be the traditional pocket passer, um, but you got to be able to uh, you got to be able to make the throws. 
Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Yeah, you know, um, what did we have a question? We talked about Xavier Williams earlier. Uh, didn't see X out there today again. Didn't see him Friday. Um, so we'll see kind of how that goes about. Cody's asking about Kool-Aid. There's the Kool-Aid question. Kool-Aid might become Ben Davis. Now, I'm not talking about in terms of, you know, what Kool-Aid produces. But, man, I think we're going to get a lot of questions about Kool-Aid. Understandably so, but... What we saw out there today, anyway, Jalen Armour Davis isn't going to give it up very easily at that one corner spot. We talked about Jalil Billingsley earlier, um, and yeah, you know, he was he was out there with the tight ends. Questions about Ian Jackson, Demoy Kennedy. Uh, Demoy is very athletic, very long. Uh, he is in a very crowded room right now. There's not going to be a um, a rush put on his development. He continues to kind of get there physically. think he has a lot of potential. The old heads, I've talked about this before. If you remember Ralph Staten back in the 90s, kind of that same type of linebacker, that's kind of how I see Demoy Kennedy. Ian Jackson, I think, has a guy with a lot of potential. Deontay Lawson, uh, the last couple of years, they've absolutely knocked it out of the park. And that's before you get to the development of Christian Harris and Jalen Moody and now Henry Toa Toa in that mix. Yeah, I believe that is Stone Hollenbach out there as the fifth quarterback. Got five quarterbacks in uh, camp. Had a question about number two running back, number three running back. It's going to play out in the next couple weeks. You know, Brian Robinson talked to the media today via Zoom. Brian still at the top of that group. And then you see Jace McClellan. You see Roydell Williams. And I'll tell you, watching Trey Sanders out there today going through um, footwork and, and rope drills and things like that, I, I wouldn't have really imagined that. And absolutely, I think Kamar Wheaton's got a chance. So one of the more fascinating angles for this football team over the next few weeks is going to be how that sort of works itself out at, uh, at running back. Ronald asking about a freshman that you see will break through. Well, I mean, you got to look at the offensive line because of the quality they brought in here. And right side of that offensive line today that we saw a little bit of, it was a lot of moving pieces. And the last time I really got into offensive line talk in one of my position diaries, I made it a point to say, look, don't try to narrow this thing down right now to just one or two guys. Yes, it's easy to look at it and say, well, it's either going to be Kendall Randolph, the veteran, or it'll be a true freshman like J.C. Latham. And it very well may play out that it's one of those two guys against Miami. But that doesn't mean Doug Marone isn't looking at Damian George. That doesn't mean Doug Marone can't look at even a guy like Pierce Quick, who has tackle in his background, but also plays guard. So uh, we've seen this team under Nick Saban in the past look at a lot of different combinations, especially in scrimmage work. And so I think these next two Saturdays, going to go a long way in, in sort of determining that. What else you got today, gang? Yeah, Ben Davis is at Texas. That's right, Scott. 
you are absolutely, absolutely correct. Hope Ben goes out there and has 20 sacks for Sark this season. What might be the Longhorns last season in the Big 12. Of course, Alabama going to make that trip out to Austin next season, or at least we think. We think they are. Yeah, you know, I mean, Cody, JoJo Earl, Christian Leary, it's not a leap to think that similar to what we've seen with um, Jalen Waddell in recent years, that sure, you'd love for one or both of those guys to prove to be Waddle types that you can do the quick passing game with, get them easy touches, punt return maybe also, kick return. Um, so there you go. Justin Martin asking about LeBron Ray in relation to the Miami game. Uh, Nick Saban on Sunday said it'd probably be a couple weeks. Well, you do the math on that. And with that type of injury, what concerns me uh, for LeBron is that uh, is that it's, it's integral to what he does. You know, that's the, the tough thing about the position he plays. I mean, when you dislocate an elbow, you really count on your hands and your ability to strike. And your elbow plays a big role in that. So that was a problem a year ago. And now you talk about a get-off for a pass rusher and trying to play with power and leverage and you know maintaining uh, your responsibilities uh, in the run game additionally. Uh, I've tore a groin before, and I wasn't a defensive end. And I can only imagine how difficult that's going to be. But as we know, um, this new sports science center here, it's built to get guys back on the field and – uh, so nothing would surprise me. Yeah, Jaden Roberts, we've seen him, the true freshman. He is a big, big dude. I would say, yeah, if you if he's listed at 340, uh, that would not surprise me if, in fact, uh, Jaden is uh, in that 340 range. Working at right guard, it looks like. Yeah, Joe Rick, we saw Jalil out there today. He was out there. It was one of the first things... Charlie Potter made sure to note on the roundtable or message board there at BOL. You know, Don, that's kind of the mystery, more so the punting than the kicking, because with Will Reichard coming off a perfect season, I know people freaked out that he missed a couple in the spring game, but Will Reichard, you feel really good about. Uh, you brought Jack Martin in as a transfer from Troy, who can do some kickoffs, can do some punting for you, and then um, you went the Australian route. And we haven't seen any of those guys since we've uh, we've been out there. So I can't really tell you exactly, you know, what that's looked like. But starting with Will, who will address the media coming up here in a couple of days, uh, you feel like your place kicking's in a good spot. Punting, uh, you know, dead last last year in the SEC. Didn't matter. You know, it was so good offensively, it didn't matter. Kane Williams, actually, Carlin, I haven't seen a ton of him. I haven't watched a ton of him. But when we were going out today, I did see him – working at the safety position, it looked like, in one of those dime looks. So, you know, he's a guy that you watched in high school and you felt like anything they want him to do in the box with an emphasis maybe on the money position, you feel pretty good about. It's going to be, can he cover, you know, the deep third and, and make plays in the middle of the field against the pass? Uh, what's his range going to be like? So, uh, he'll be interesting to watch, but did see him out there today. He's in that number 49, which seems kind of uh, weird, maybe for a safety. And then you remember, well, worked out all right for Rashad Johnson, right? Anything else before we get out of here? I think this one we're going to make it through. 
without the foam melting, which it tried to do on the first go round. Price, we just talked about that. That's sort of to be determined uh, with the running back depth situation. I know most people are sort of just expecting Brian Robinson to be the number one guy, and I think it'd be a surprise at least early in the season if he wasn't. But you know, I think Jace McClellan, I've talked about him for a long time in terms of kind of bringing together the best of everything. He's got the size. He showed you against Arkansas. Yes, it was an opponent late in the season that didn't have much left in the tank, but he goes 80 yards for a touchdown in Fayetteville. So, you know, he averaged right around 11 yards per carry. So just statistically, when you look at who Alabama brings back, his numbers kind of jump off the table at you. But, you know, again, as I said earlier with Trey Sanders, I wouldn't have thought this early in camp he would be even as much of a factor as he is now. I don't know where he's at in terms of being able to do – full contact and be in full go maybe for scrimmage work, but he looks good out there. He looks really good. All right, Price. All right, Tommy. We appreciate you. Thanks for tuning in to Instant Analysis. And again, Charlie Potter with your practice report waiting for you right now at BamaOnline.com. Thanks a lot, Kevin. Appreciate you joining us. Appreciate all you. Uh, great folks jumping on board here for instant analysis on the Facebook home for BamaOnline.com. Get over to BamaOnline.com, check out all the practice coverage, and then come hang out and talk with us about it on the roundtable. The premium message board of choice for Crimson Tide fans around the world. Did that sound like Bruce Buffer? At least a little bit. Thanks, Michael. Appreciate you. You guys have a great rest of your Monday, and we'll see you over at BamaOnline.com. New CBS Sunday. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. When something is lost, everyone's looking for something. He finds it. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. How you survive, you make quick, smart decisions and you never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. New Sunday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.